Hello. Hello. <coughs> you can so hear me? See the, so One, two. It, it, you get red and you're dead. Is that right? Red? No, no because good. because this... Ah, see yeah, that? It's sort of got a... What do they it's call It's got built-in processing. So this Aphex yeah. is like the world's greatest audio... So it can't, can't let you peak too much. I mean, you can peak, but it, yeah. it helps even I hear it out. you peak a lot, mate. Is that right? You're a, you, when Normally you're a young, peak early. you're a peaker. Normally peak early. <laughs> You know what? As long as you peak. Peak early, peak often. Is that what they say? Peak Are you going to clap? Where's your clapper? Here you know that oh, you. Oh, that's in there. That's in here. Hang on. Come, and grab Come it. on. Grab nah, it. I'll wait. I'll wait. Are you gonna, I'm going to wait. Here we are, surrounded by movie memorabilia in the Star Wars Theatre, the Tech Guide Theatre, with Stephen Fennick with his clapper at the ready. You got any chalk? Oh, Jesus. Preparation's everything. Failure to prepare... He's preparing to fail. All right, are we ready? We're ready. Here we go. Two blokes talking tech, episode three eighty nine, take one. Just do me a quick favour. Let's. I'll just hold that there. <laughs> no, we're good. We're good. We're good. All right. Uh, where are we? I, I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't set it up. But I'm assuming intros at the top. Intro. Sti- uh, ID stings. Okay. Giddy up. Let's go. Welcome to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Not a bad price. With Trevor Long from EFTM.com. Really handy device. And Stephen Fennec from TechGuide.com.au. Episode 389, Two Blokes Talking Tech. Thanks to the good people at Uniden and Netgear. And we are today in the Tech Guide Theatre. Soak it in, Trev. Soak it in. (laughs) Soak it in, folks. This is the first preview people have had. We've talked about this for so many years. We've recorded many shows right here. Mm. But this is the first time people have obviously seen it. So. If, if you're watching on the video. If you're listening on the yes, podcast, of course, of course. you're missing yes. out. If but you, uh, what can I say? Yeah. But so. it's interesting because when I said, uh, my coming to you, you come to me, you go, yep. get your passport out is what you said. <laughs> uh, I I was somewhat disappointed when you sent me a photo. Because right, I thought, why, I faced, no, I was, why are we not sitting on the couch? Yeah, well, okay. I mean, we're, we've got recliners here. Yeah, but I thought we'd sort of make, well, we're going to put the... the, the the road, Just, I don't the know. roadcaster. On my lap. Who knows? Anyway, we're I not thought, here to talk. And I also, you, you had your suggestion, yeah. I was facing, because behind the camera here yeah. is a 150-inch screen. Like, it's pure, like, it's just tol- Size isn't white, everything, Stephen. White, a white background. Yeah. And um, you convinced me that, no, no, let's have it aiming at all, yeah. all the blue. People need to see discs. that yeah. you physically all own... Star Wars stuff. A lot of discs. Yeah, there's all stuff in the corner there you can see. Anyway. You're yeah. taking up time when we talk about actual <laughs> tech here on yeah. Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. There's only one lead story. There was no debate this week. We walked yeah. in, we got the rundown, Straight and we went in. immediately. Yeah, Huawei, big story. This yeah. is. Um, I'd love a dollar oh, for every interview I've done. Oh, would. <laughs> um, this is. I mean, it's a hard call, but this is one of the biggest tech stories I've ever covered. Absolutely. And not just because of what it is now, but because what it could become. The implications are, and people are talking that, uh, like I've seen tweets, uh, RIP Huawei. That's how serious this is. I've said, and we'll we'll explain this in a minute, but I've said this could potentially spell the end of Huawei as a global consumer mobile phone company. I don't think, though, uh, they're going to take this lying down, of course. No, no. In fact, they're their chairman... uh, Released a yes, statement. Yeah, yeah. Did you read that? He uh, so they they translated it and sent it out. Yeah, yeah. And it seems that this is far from over. There is like a ninety day window. Yep. Where before anything starts being cut off, yeah, yeah. they're going to give them ninety days. But 
I'm sure between the two countries, we're talking US and China, mm. there's going to be a lot of discussions because I think this is going to fall. Yeah. Uh, not only going to affect well, Huawei, but many other American companies exactly, that are yeah. they're going to lose business, not the, being able to sell to billions Huawei. Billions of dollars you know, potentially second, lost. Second biggest manufacturer in the world. So let's smartphones. let's rewind uh, and some context. You know, Huawei has obviously been in the headlines over the last couple of years because of. Many countries, but particularly here in Australia, because the Australian government made a decision to ban Huawei from providing mobile network services to Vodafone, Telstra and Optus to yeah. build their 5G networks. Now, that is yeah. one of Huawei's biggest core businesses, is building network, the towers, yeah. the bits, yeah. the antennas, the things that sit up on the on the telegraph poles. That's what Huawei yeah. well, makes. Well, they built the, they built the Vodafone network <laughs> and the Optus network, yeah. 4G network. And so. Which was always my argument. If the <laughs> yeah. government has a problem with already, Huawei, yeah. I don't want to break it to you. They've been I've listening for, for ages. Right. <laughs> yeah. so They're leaving, not going to dismantle the 4G network anytime soon. Leaving they, that so. aside and leaving aside my my I guess gripe that I guess we're all just believing the Five Eyes spy agencies because there is zero evidence, yeah. not a shred of evidence that suggests that yeah. Huawei's done anything wrong. They're absolutely right. And in but fact, to, the to story sure, last week that that WhatsApp had been uh, vulnerable and an Israeli firm had found a way to basically implant uh, malware onto people's mobile phones is a much bigger security yeah, story yeah. than anything ever revealed about Huawei. And fa- that's Facebook. Facebook yeah. is the company affected, American company. That's so they're right. Yeah, you're so, right. That was the government's decision here in Australia, but that didn't stop Huawei selling mobile phones. They make great yes. handsets. So two businesses, among among others, mobile towers, yep. mobile handsets. Mm-hmm. And their sales last year of the Mate 20 and the P20 went up 200 500%. Big time yes. year last yep. year. Yep. This year, they kick it off with the P30, which we both have absolute Pro. huge wraps on. Yeah. And Is yours still working all right or...? Uh, I've I've moved to the Pixel, but um, but it was working yeah. fine last time I used yeah, it. Yeah, me too. I, I had my SIM card in it actually the day of the announcement, and and, and I had a couple of calls drop out, but I, I wasn't suspicious at all. <laughs> I figured it's still going to work on me, all right. So what happens is, so they're selling well the the, the P30 they're as well, very well, yeah. And then the American government make a decision to place Huawei on a trade blacklist. And what that means is no U.S. company can trade, can sell goods or services. To Huawei. Yeah. And that's like... Including Google. So <laughs> in, uh, from a handset point of view, and I don't have the Huawei here, but you know, think about yeah. the glass, the plastic, the whatever it is, the main components of the phone, they actually make themselves. They're making their own processes, all these yeah. things. But they're buying Gorilla gra- Glass from America. Yeah. There's no doubt they're buying little bits, semiconductors yeah. and things. Plenty now, of things that will Qualcomm's an American company. But you know, they've, they've created well. their own Kirin chips. Yeah, so they let's, have, yeah. Let's just let's just pick gorilla glass and a couple of semiconductors, just yeah. a tiny bit of componentry. Potentially millions, if not billions, of dollars of yeah. lost revenue to those companies. I wouldn't want to have Absolutely shares in Gorilla right. Glass. And it's not like Huawei can turn around and say, "Oh, we'll, we'll make our own semiconductors." Yeah, you know, it's a ten year, be ten years for them to get that up to speed and, and, or, to, and or to they have, have the, to, the, or the they technology. have to source, source their own. Yeah, and that, so outside of the hardware, there's the software, and this was the big story because yeah. it looked like Google had come out and said they're going to brush them, but actually they were just following the government's orders. Yeah. Google, who create the Google Android operating system will no longer provide software and services to Huawei as a result of the government's decision. Now, Huawei's point is that Android is an open operating system. The Android open, open source, open yeah, source open project, AOSP, AOSP um, yeah. it means that anyone can make a mobile phone and put Android on it for free. Yep. But that version of Android does not have Google Play, Google Services, Google yeah. Gmail, YouTube. It doesn't have those things built Security in. Security updates. And you think about yeah. when you turn the phone on and how the setup process goes, it's seamless because of that Google process. Yeah. So any Huawei phone, assuming this black band continues, any Huawei phone from this point on is going to come out of the box. It's going to have Android. And yeah. you can run any Android app. 
But you you got to find the app. You got to get the app. They've got to build their own app store. There's yeah. going to be a whole new process. There is already a Huawei app store. They've already got yeah. There's own. a Samsung app yeah. store too. But who the but, hell's using that? But I think what the problem is going to be that anyone who's got a current Huawei device or is thinking of buying one, which I don't. This would have spooked a lot of customers. That you're stuck in the past. So if they if they release Android 10 tomorrow, yep. you'll forever have Android 9 on your. So phone. here's my defense of while current Huawei customers in that regard. I've got to be honest, I've played with a lot of Android phones and very rarely do they ever actually get the software updates properly. Yeah. Like, you know, when Apple releases uh, iOS 13, within a month, nearly everyone's, everyone's got, it. got it. And Apple makes a point of that. Too. Correct. Apple makes a point of how quickly their customers upgrade. Whereas Google release a great new software and then it's got to go through Samsung and Huawei and Optus and, then yeah. it's got, and, and Oppo. Then it's got to go through Vodafone. It, it but, takes forever. But it rarely happens. And I'll tell you right now, I don't care. I, yeah. I, if I was a P30 owner, I wouldn't yeah. care that it doesn't get Android Q. Yeah. What I care about is security updates. Security. And Huawei said they're going to continue but, to but deliver yeah, those. Google actually have made a statement about that, that they are going to have the updates. But here's, here's I think there's a, there's still a lot of lot of things that needs to be sorted here. And I, I contacted all the telcos to see what the situation was with. Because mm. let's face it, there's a lot of customers that have got Huawei devices on plans. Yep. So if you signed a two-year contract two months ago for a P30 Pro, you're going to want to think that at the end of the contract, your P30 Pro is still running the latest version yeah. of everything. So how the telco is going to handle this, I think, is going to be really interesting, whether a customer's got the right to say, well, I, I went on a contract in good faith, hoping to have a device that's going to be updated. I want this. I don't want this anymore. Give yeah. me something new. Yeah. But the other thing that I got thinking about how they distribute their Android updates, because they often come through the telcos. Yes, that's so right. Is, is this, but is this a loophole for Huawei to because Google would be doing business with Telstra and and Optus and Vodafone. Yeah. Is this a way like a backdoor for Huawei to potentially receive the update through the telco or Do you know what? Will, will Google be aware aware awake Mate, to that? Even let's just say it is. And so what I've said to, to people is look, let's just park the, the concern around existing Huawei phones because yeah. frankly we don't really know what's going to happen, and there's no way they're going to stop working. That's the critical thing. If you've got a yeah, Huawei phone, run. it's not it'll going to stop sure, working. Yeah. You won't it's get gonna... many updates, but it'll run. No, but it, but yeah. again, I've never had someone say to me, yeah. oh, I don't have Android P. Yeah. Like, it just doesn't... Like, I but don't I, think Android yeah. is as well followed as an OS... No, I agree. ...as Apple is. But I, I think probably the bigger... App updates, yeah. The biggest concern, too, is not having access to the Play Store. And that's Play my store point. Is, is you can be build hard. the Huawei app store, the Samsung app yep. store, but I'm telling you right now, Samsung releases a phone that runs, even if it runs the Google Android, but it doesn't have Google Play. It only has Samsung's app store. Yep. People are going to be going, "Where's the bloody app store?" Yeah, it's just not the same. I'm sorry. We and should also uh, if 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 the P, sorry, the Mate 30 comes yep. out at the end of the year and it is a spectacular camera, amazing performance, yep. great battery, and it's got stock standard Android with Huawei Play Store. Yeah. I can't recommend it because we'll get too many bloody calls from people yeah. going, how do I do it? Like, it's just, it's too hard to have a we'll, third operating system. That's not due till later this year. We're talking November. Well, that's so what we're talking about. They've got to roll those, they've got to build those devices in the next few months. Absolutely though. right. You're, uh, you're right. But um, the, other, the other thing that people should know about is the fact that in China, it's a different story. In China... They've got a whole new operating system just for the Chinese customers oh, because Google's banned. You can't use yeah. uh, you can't use the Play Store. You can't use anything. So they've there. And my info is that that Huawei have been preparing for this. Oh, totally. For the last few years, they've been that knowing that this day could possibly come, 
and they are prepared with an OS mm. that will be but Google backwards compatible. You can be you can be prepared all you like. Yeah, it's it would be arrogant well, to think that having an OS that looks, feels, and works like Google Android and has an app store that has all Instagrams and things, it would be arrogant to think people will immediately go. Sweet, no drama. So I'm still by that. I just I want to I want to find the statement that's that, uh, that was made uh, by the the Huawei founder. Yeah, and uh, has he had some interesting things to say? But also before I get to that, Huawei's uh, Huawei's statement earlier in the week, yep. which assured customers, they said, "Look, it's it's kind of business as usual. Will not impact customers. Yep. Uh, anyone with a Huawei phone or those that are planning to buy a device, it's all good." They're mm-hmm. saying we want to assure customers. But they brought up a really good point here about how they've worked with Google in the past. Oh, yeah. They've done a lot of work to bring to make Android better. And the number of devices they've sold is a very high number, probably only behind yeah. Samsung yeah. when it comes to Google's Android. So they're essentially putting pressure on Google to say, listen, do you really want to go ahead without our weight of yeah. devices in your in your court? I've got I've got the uh, the transcript of uh, Ren Zengfei. He's the uh, Zengfei. The Zengfei. He's the founder of. I don't Huawei. know. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I said that right. Yeah. But uh, he was asked a few questions, and naturally, it came out to it came around to the restrictions, and that he was aware that uh, ninety days uh, they've got that to be to be prepared. Yep. Um, he said to that. He said something really interesting. I'm just trying to find it now. He said, "We have to be. We're, we've been receiving support from a large number of U.S. component and part manufacturers over these years. In the face of the recent crisis, I can feel these companies' sense of justice and sympathy towards us. Yeah. Two days ago, at around two or three a.m., one of Huawei's rotating chairs called me, telling me how hard our U.S. suppliers been working to prepare goods for us. I was in tears. As a Chinese saying goes, a just cause attracts much support, yeah. while an unjust one finds little. Yeah." So they're, they're, they're obviously heard over this. What and, they're basically uh, saying is the U.S. companies who are providing whatever part it is are now working 24 hours a day to build as many of those things yeah, as they can so, so they can ship stock, them in advance. Them, yeah. And if there's some negotiation... Now, let's not pretend to be trade experts here. No. But this is not about Huawei like, and, and, yeah. and Google at all. This is about China US and, and America. China. I don't even begin to understand and, it, yeah, and, but and they've one, just picked one, the biggest target yeah. and they've gone, let's do that. And the funny thing to me, the irony of this whole thing is the most affected individuals, not companies, but the most affected consumers around this ban are in Europe, Australia and Asia, yeah. not in America because yeah. they don't sell Huawei they phones sell there. there. I know. It's it just hilarious. Yeah. But it's it's uh, he he also he went on to say that U.S. is a country ruled by law. U.S. companies must abide by the law, so must the real economy. So you guys for the minute should not always blame U.S. companies. Instead, yeah. you should speak for them. The blame should rest with some U.S. politicians. I don't think we should throw blame indiscriminately without knowing whether it will fall on the right persons. We may end up targeting the wrong person if we do. The media should understand that these U.S. companies and Huawei share the same fate. We are both players in the market economy, which is what so I said they're earlier. Suffer. Exactly, they're, they're, you know, they're going to take a hit. If and I don't know whether Gorilla Glass is a public supplier. company, but yeah. if they lose even ten percent of their business, yeah. that's a huge problem for them yeah. and and their forecast going forward. Okay, so the losers in this situation is obviously going to be Huawei, going to be Huawei, Huawei customers, American companies that yeah. make money off selling to so, Huawei, Australian consumers, yeah. uh, English consumers. Uh, and Meanwhile, Samsung uh, be be popping champagne corks, saying and, and that, Apple, and, everyone. Uh, they're they're going to really benefit from but this. But now, now put your, 
put put yourself in Tim Cook's shoes and say, "Rightio, you you could sit back and go, how good's this? You know, that's yeah. that's a that's a whole market destroyed there for Huawei, but well, not quite yet. But I've no, 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 got faith in this system. Totally, yeah, 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 get back. Hear me out. Yep. But what other impacts could occur here? So what happens when the Chinese government goes, "All righty, oh, yeah, none of you can deal with Apple." Yeah, you, oh, can't, you can't build Apple in, in yeah. the US. But, yeah, I, I no, thought no, no. of that. Well, I well, thought well, of that. If it's a trade war, yeah. what's what, what's to stop the Chinese yeah, exactly. doing the they, exact they same thing? They may increase the costs, uh, cost of the factory pricing for building a, an iPhone. may make an iPhone more expensive. They might just say, but I think China, get out of our country. But I think China is a lot more competitive than that. I think that if if, if they say, say Foxconn, which is a company that looks after, yep. builds Apple devices, if they turn around and say, right, Tim Cook, because of you're doing this to our our country, we're going to up the price of your your iPhones are going to cost twenty five percent more to manufacture. Mm. They'll go somewhere else. They'll well, go to they another al- Chinese manufacturer. No, no, they al- already are building phones in India. So, or they'll go to Mexico, or they yeah. go to Thailand, or Vietnam. So it, it's not like they can just say, "Well, stuff you." We're just going to lift you the price. But again, I, I get that that's a very simplistic way to look at it, and that's all we're doing is simplistic stuff here. Yeah. But those things take time too. Yeah, exactly. So you can't just make this is overnight. this right. could this whole thing could set in in motion uh, a change in the I guess the the rollout of the Mate Thirty. Yeah, if if it was retaliation, it could yeah. do something to the iPhone. And, Who knows? And funny enough, it was Samsung's the winner. Two days ago, they released another phone. They had a launch in London of their Honor, an Honor device, which yeah. is like a sub brand of Huawei. Yeah. That went off. That went ahead as usual. And they were talking about all the features and all yeah. the updates and things like that. I think so, the bottom line, the message from me to Huawei owners is: don't worry, don't stress. If you're if you've got a Huawei phone, yeah. it's going to keep working. It's not going to, it's not going to be bricked. It will work. It's well, not going to stop. Someone working. made a joke to me the other day. They said it's a good thing that they've got good cameras because that's probably all they're going to be from now on. I just it's, it's, just it's a, a good joke, but it's just yeah. not true. Though. That's yeah. all. I, I know, and that was a joke. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. It's still going to run. I've still got my P30 Pro still but running fine. Um, my, my what's going to happen in six months? Exactly. Three months, we my don't know. Uh, not, I don't want to call it a prediction, but my view is yeah. if this trade ban stays in place and Huawei are forced to release flagship phones without the Google operating system, yeah, their ability to sell mobile yeah. phones at, at the level they are now, yeah, is over. So you got you got to look, you know how this is obviously government at government level. Yeah, this is this is Trump. This is Trump administration that yeah. are standing up to the Chinese. They're saying, "Well, uh, doing something that yeah. pre- previous presidents <sighs> have not done in the past," and and the the fallout of this is going to affect a lot of people around yeah. the world. But it, it's it's the Trump administration kind of standing up for themselves and not not getting Mate, pushed around. Even Vinick and Santos were talking about the war yeah. though back in the day. <laughs> They were, they were, yeah. They had the oh yeah, season seven, good work. Yeah, they were talking about um, well, no, they were talking about having the vigil, increasing the number of border patrol, border, border patrol, border patrol. Yeah, great. Yeah. You up to that season? Again. We're just yeah. we're just re- rewatching yeah, it. Yeah, we're West Wing fans. We love yeah, it. Anyway, uh, love it if you want details, there are plenty of articles at techguide.com.au and eftm.com to help yep. you understand. And if you've got a genuine question or concern, hit us up. We're happy to help on uh, on Twitter at Trevor Long at Stephen Fennick. Everything about tech you never wanted to know. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. So, Stephen. Well, the big, this big news, the other big news of the week is 5G, mm. people. 5G Mega. is here. 5G Boom. is uh, Telstra have uh, switched on the network. They're getting ready with two devices. They've got the HTC 5G Hub, which is a, a device that says uh, uh, you can take it on the road or it can run up to 20 wireless devices at home at and home. power your enta- entertainment. And the Samsung Galaxy S10 5G, which we saw back in San Fran a few months yep. ago, and uh, they're going to be available from next week, May 28th, Tuesday. they go on sale, 
And uh, this that, that Telstra have kept their promise five yeah. G before the middle of the year, and they scraped in by a month. They've scraped in pretty well there. Yeah. Now the interesting thing about this is the kind of the battle, and you can imagine the conversations at a at a Telstra executive <laughs> level because who's first, who's second, who's yeah. third? Did you get the HTC release first? Yeah, and then so about half an hour. The the, Samsung? the smart thing is Samsung can say first mobile phone. Yes. Because they're the first well, mobile phone on the 5G. And yep. HTC can say they're the first device. Uh, because HTC is not a mobile phone. And this yeah. is it's an interesting pivot, really, for HTC because this will be their biggest business in Australia yeah. probably ever. Try buying a HTC phone nowadays. Well, yeah, you? but think they're, back they're, to their best phones yeah. in sales numbers. This yeah. will outsell it. So Absolutely. This is, this is yeah. a huge shot in the arm for HTC. And, and um, one of Tel- Chest- Telstra is one of many companies around the world, carriers around the world, to take this product. Yeah, this and it's a worldwide device to be honest, on 5G. It's so much more than what it looks like because yeah. you, oh, my initial thought was, you know, you take a little little Wi-Fi hotspot, right? But it's yep. got a screen so you can see speeds and things. No, no. Yep. It's an Android mini tablet, basically. Is, yeah. So you can actually Running Android. install a whole bunch of things on it. But it is a Wi-Fi hotspot. So you yep. plug it in at home. It's getting internet from the 5G and you can use that at home either to replace uh, your MBN, not to not to need MBN, or if you're a renter or someone who, you know, share home, whatever yep. it is, you've got your own internet and you've got it on the go. Yep. Or if you're someone, like you said, who actually go works on the on go, the it's battery-powered yep. as well. So you can unplug you it, can it's battery-powered, yeah. and it's it can about, be... How big? About this big? It's about that big. About that big? I thought you were going to... We're not doing the we love you too. We love um, you too. No, it's, about, it's it, about that big, we reckon. About it doesn't big. really look like the normal, you know, portable hotspot that you take away with you, yeah. but it's still, it's a cracking it's about device. about as wide as a phone, isn't it? About the, what, that yeah, 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 the whole thing. Yeah, and the, the, the screen's smaller than a yeah. normal phone. But yeah. it's a cracking little device. 20, 20 devices connect, can connect to it. So pretty pretty awesome little idea. Um, it will sell well for the people that do want fast internet on the go. But the problem really here is... You know, it's a hundred bucks a month for a yeah. hundred gig, gig hundred four dollars a month yeah. for a hundred gig, starting at seventy seventy for twenty five gig. If you think you're going to replace you'll use your that MBN, in a day, yeah, exactly. Like, this is the problem: yeah. is is the amount of data. So we, we should sort of put this in context because uh, Optus have a big push on their five G home broadband, which is still in a beta trial phase. It is, but this they said the pricing will be seventy dollars a month with unlimited data and minimum speed guarantee of fifty megabits yeah. per second. And the reason, so that's pretty good. but they've also announced some pretty solid. Dennis Wong from Optus put out some information, which is a tech guide yes. um, that they've been getting. You know, three two ninety seven in nearly three hundred three hundred meg downloads. Three times the NBN, but yep. that's with like three people connected. Yep. Um, there's going to be a lot of issues there, so that's why. But, but that's it's the thing a minimum with, guarantee. Speed. We should explain very quickly. Five G. The advantage of five G isn't just how fast it is. Yep. It's also the capacity. So the yep. amount, like you said, there's only three people using it. They get those speeds. It can handle a lot of people. So it can handle yeah, yeah. those speeds, a lot of people. Very low latency. By that, I mean that if you were to press a button on this end of the network and it would take one millisecond for it to react on the other side of the network, 4G would take 20 milliseconds to react. So the also the, the, amount, of, the amount of devices it can run in one area, like a good example for the capacity is if you're at the football at the grand final where everyone's trying to send a text message or upload a photo yep. and it won't work because everyone's hammering the, the cells, the 4G cells, and it's just too crowded. 5G, that won't be an issue. So and a lot the, of advantages. I'll give, you, I'll give you the reason why that is because you can travel faster on 5G. So imagine uh, we were all in P1, for those in Sydney, P1 at the uh, at Homebush. You know, let's say there's 10,000 yeah, 10, cars there. Yep. And if you're at the top and you're at the Back of the list, <laughs> it's going to take an hour to get out. I park where the charger but, is. But if everyone can go 100 kilometres an hour yeah. out of there, 
You'd actually get out in yeah. five minutes. If everyone could just so, go from whatever level they're on. Yeah, so it's, it's actually about getting through the network faster, yep. which creates the capacity. And that's that's what's great about it. So then you've got the HTC Hub. Uh, yep. You've got Samsung's 5G uh, version of which the is, S10, which, which really is a beautiful, beautiful device. Back. And all the people that... 7, it's out of your hands, 6.7 yeah, inches. All the people that pre-ordered... The uh, the Galaxy yeah, S10 smart. Plus yeah. get this upgrade for free. For free. Even if you didn't have, even if you live in Timbuktu, yeah. you got 21 days it'll to go still, and get a brand new phone. Yeah, absolutely, it'll still work on 4G, 4G. Well, it, it'll still work. That there. raises a good point because it's but, critical that you know where 5G works. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Uh, and they I had these maps. Yeah. I put all the maps up at eftm.com. Look, the bottom yeah, line I is the same today, mate. It's who's, it's, who's saying I'm copying you? Oh, lots of you, people. Are you? Put- <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, how's this, right? Yeah. Uh, can you find your place on the map? Yeah. Mate, I am in the guts of it right there. Yeah. We are sitting right in the middle of that little purple patch. By June 30. I understand that, but it's still, um, we're getting it. Yeah, and you know why? Because you need the airport and they want to cover the airport because they want people. So this is one of the so things. There's no was... airports out your way, mate, eh? Nah, thank God. <laughs> um, oh, the uh, One of the mobile phone companies uh, was saying to me, you know, one of the advantages they want to show off is when you're at the airport and you go, oh, I should download a movie. Boom, download a movie. Boom. It's one there. Second later, While you bang. walk from going boarding pass and getting sitting yeah. down, it, it could download. Bang. I'll so be, I'll be giving that a crack. It's gonna it's gonna be great, but, but the, the coverage uh, is very very limited. So just yeah. remember, even with a HTC hub, you can buy that, not be in a five G yeah. area, and still get excellent speeds. And, and same deal with Optus too. The, the, our Optus have a, uh, a system where you register interest. You can have an expression of interest. So if you say I'm living, you know, wherever you're living, where you're living, and you can say right, you you put down your name and address, sure, sure. and when that reaches you, no, no. But the difference is uh, with Optus, they'll ring you and say well, it's in your area now. Yes. Boom. But with with Telstra, you can buy the five G hub on Tuesday, yeah. even if you live near me. Yeah. You won't have 5G at home, but you'll get incredible yeah. 4GX still get 4GX, which is still up, up to a gigabit And then when second. 5G comes, or when you drive into a 5G area with it, you've got yeah. it. So we need to be a bit cautious about you know how big the coverage is, because it is... But yeah. interestingly, even in Tasmania, Hobart bad. and Launceston, yeah, yeah, it's not bad. Not bad. It's obviously CBDs, airports, yeah. capital cities. They've also thrown in Toowoomba yeah. and the Gold Coast. Yep. Well, the Gold Coast had a lot of 5G. Remember for the Commonwealth Games, yeah, a lot yeah, of yeah. demos up there? Uh, they've got a few places there, Launceston as mm-hmm. well as Hobart. So plenty there. I think uh, there's, there's the Hobart map. Look at that. Got and Hobart there. is, is yeah. pretty darn good. I mean, and small place. La- Launceston too. Melbourne, I was surprised. Thought it's Melbourne tiny. would be a bit bigger. Yeah, yeah. Like the, that, that's kind of downtown, isn't it? It's the, only really downtown the, the and a little bit into Richmond. Yeah, they haven't gone really into the airport, have they? But, you know, full de- the maps are in at EFTM.com, and if you wanted to copy them, they're at techguide.com. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good. They're there as well. I know Trevor had them up first, but it was always on the list. <laughs> it was always on the list. <laughs> it was always on the list. But oh, I'm excited about 5G. I think, oh, look, I'm there's no doubt. Uh, we're all keen to get a device in our hand, stand yeah. in the CBD and do a speed test. Do you want to have a look? Yeah, man, I've got two in the car. Yeah. Um, uh, you, but do a speed test. We all yeah. want to see that number, but we've all got to be cautious of what that number means in the real world. Yeah. And remember, the number of towers required to build a 5G network is many times multiple that of which is required to build a 4G network. So you're saying they need more or less towers? Way more. Really? It could be five times more towers required, but w- because the the, existing... the the reach of five G is so small. Yeah, okay, and, and you'll see that the tech the technology for all the all the operators is that they add a small the existing towers hmm. they add a small radio on on the tower, so it looks about the size of a laptop. Yeah, on the tower, five G is just a big Wi Fi network. Yeah. And that's why yeah, they've got to put example, lots yeah. of the towers around. I said it's like going to be like a mesh system. Mesh it is Wi-Fi, essentially one really. massive, super fast mesh network. Yeah. 
I mean, and, and you so know. you're saying they need more towers, way more, more towers, more infrastructure. Which is, and this is why when they, you know, when they say we're going to have two thousand towers by 2020, it's like, yeah, yeah but if you've got two thousand five hundred four G towers, yeah. and that's ninety eight percent of the country, what percentage of the country population is two thousand? Well, I towers? thought five G would would was had more range than yeah. four, than four G. Then five G had more range than four G. No, it has no. better building penetration. Yeah. Things like that. That's why it's going to be used heavily in that's corporate important. environments. Yeah, that's important. But uh, yeah, not 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 uh, in terms of general coverage. Yeah, right. But next week will be a big week. We'll uh, we'll show yeah, you the devices. We'll the devices we will uh, we'll do as many tests as we can. Uh, obviously, at Stephen's house because he doesn't have to go anywhere. The smartass. Um, <laughs> what about that? That's just, I didn't even notice. <laughs> right that. on my house. That is Fair right. Yeah, I, I looked at. I put the Google map next to it, thinking, yeah, that's right, right here. Look, five G. Can you feel it? I hope you're in a black spot. <laughs> you're listening to the two blokes talking tech. Two Blokes Talking Tech is proudly supported by Uniden. They make lots of products. They make security cameras, CB radios, you name it. But they also make dash cams. Very important product to have in your car. It'll be your eyes and ears on the road. And in particular, I'm going to talk about the iGo Cam 80. The reason this is uh, important, it's the one of the first 4K smart dash cams. Having that added resolution really helps when you want to identify streets and car number plates. So it gives a lot more detail in case you do need to make a report and, and, and your video is your evidence. Uh, it's, it can show, it's got a screen on the back that gives you, that displays the speed limit in your area. It's 2.4 inch LCD color screen, gives you speed and red light camera warnings as well. And when the, there's any video that is captured is GPS tagged, so it's got all the mapping information, time, speed you were traveling, all that metadata is included on the video. It's got an ultra-wide 150-degree viewing angle, so it actually captures quite a lot of, uh, of vision out, out of the front of the car. There's also parking mode on board as well, so if someone backs into your car in the uh, in a car park, it will activate and capture that crucial bit of video Nearly as back well. to yours in the driveway. Ooh, watch out. The iGo Cam 80, one of many dash cams that are available now from Uniden. You want to check them out at uniden.com.au. Stephen, a very big week for the old Apple Pay. Um, wow. People that use iPhones have probably heard about Apple Pay. People that bank with Westpac, St. George, NAB, Bank have been going, what's going on? Yeah, Westpac been, hasn't got it yet, have nah, they? Nah, it's been years. What's going on? Commonwealth Bank finally launched a yeah. few months ago. So this week I got a text from a mate who said, mate, did you know Bank has Apple Pay? I went, oh, my God, quick, send me screenshots. Have you seen the ad on TV for that? No. Have you seen the ad no. for Bank? Have no. you seen that? The yeah, ad for Bank or for yeah. Apple Pay? No, for Bank. No. Have you seen it? There's a, there's a couple, two couples having a dinner party. Not a paid endorsement. And uh, yeah. they're, uh, they're little, Oh, is it the chick on the, the little, little girl? She goes, <laughs> goes, oh, hi. This is the 15th person I've spoken. I'm ringing up for a home. And they go, oh, how cute. He goes, what? This is the 15th time I've rung up. He goes, this is exhausting. <laughs> and everyone's going, oh, okay. And, and you know, the the thing about Eubank launching Apple Pay is it's like, yeah, okay. Lots of people have launched. Yeah. Uh, but I yeah. wrote the story immediately because Eubank's owned by NAB. NAB. And, and my headline was, Eubank launches Apple Pay. Is NAB going to be next? I wrote a whole story and went unbelievable. Uh, <laughs> the press release came out. <laughs> then and then, mate, then I got. I shut the door of the office. I locked it. Yeah. I went down. I was at maybe I was at Channel. I wrote the story. At Channel. I got in the car yeah. and I'm driving to get a haircut. Uh, yeah. And Great. and I Wait, get. I'd ask for a refund. <laughs> <laughs> I get an email 
or, yeah. or a text or a phone call saying, yeah. or heaps of tweets. I'm getting lots of tweet replies going, oh, this yeah. is going off. NAB's launched as well. Oh, man, I've had to go to my wife's office, yeah. which is near the hairdresser, borrow her laptop, write the bloody story, because NAB launched as well. They Same day, NAB, well. Eubank, that's three of the, three big, of the four. big four. West Pax and George. What are you West doing? Pack crickets. <laughs> Nothing. West Pack, not we're looking at you. <laughs> So uh, like, it's, and, and it's again, again, it's it's they've said, look, we responded to customer demands. They wanted Apple Pay. It's part of our transformation, yeah. having been exposed <laughs> to the Royal Commission. You know well, what I mean? What's their name? Chris Jenner. Transformation. <laughs> is that right? Not Chris Jenner. Bruce. What's his name? Bruce Jenner. Chris Jenner's the wife. Yeah. <laughs> part of the transformation. That's that's what Commonwealth Bank said as well. You know, yeah. uh, attention's been on the banks, so we're you know we're becoming a more customer focused. If you you should have been customer focused all along. You should have been reading the tweets and the Facebook messages. Yeah. People have been calling out for it for years. Pe- people have left their bank to get yes. Apple Pay. Not enough of them though. So, yeah, well, not enough NAB customers, but Westpac customers. I mean, unbelievable. Contact your bank. So what we now know, what this kind of uh, confirms for us is that ComBank, if they had any period of exclusivity, it's over. Uh, but I don't yeah, believe that. What did. was that? January, so February, March, April, May. So what? Three I, to four months. I just don't think they did. I don't think. Because I don't think. I don't, I don't know think. How they App, I don't think Apple would have agreed to that. Uh, well, early on they did. They would have. You think? Well, with with the with the first bank to come, they certainly. Well, talked not, about levels it's of not exclusivity. like there was a lot of demand from the other Look, ca- the banks when that I'm happened. Probably, I'm probably speaking out of school, but I can tell you that the ANZ had a period of exclusivity. Okay? Really? Because they assumed that once that period ended, it'd be woof. Okay. And they were gobsmacked. But, did, but, it didn't but happen. instead of like while ANZ was lining up to have Apple Pay, wasn't the Combank, Westpac, and NAB forming a consortium? Yeah, to but this, fight that's it? What, this all happened at that same time, yeah. right? They, that, okay. that wasn't known at that point. So, okay. bottom line, we know that there's no exclusivity period even yep. if there was a second one. Westpac is literally just ignoring their customers now. That, I mean, that's what it's come down to. Yeah. They're just giving the big middle finger to their customers <laughs> and ignoring them. Well, uh, the, I didn't do the, it for the camera because I know you'll screenshot, and I just don't appreciate that. The technology, though, for this is uh, the the whole tap and go yeah. is also going to be applied in another way. Very cool, Ticket Tech. Yes, which is uh, so you can get your tickets. So t- traditionally, what happens whenever I go to the football with my tickets? Yep. you receive them by email or by text, and yep. you print them out. So you yep. got them on. You know, you need the barcode, and they well, don't let you. ANZ Stadium don't let you just use it off your phone. You've got to print the ticket. It'll probably work. But they make a point of print the really? ticket, yeah. So Although, when I was in, I was in the Euro- Europe for that too. Like I went to when I went to Paris, when I was in Disneyland in Paris, and they said the same thing. But they they let me do it off yeah, the phone. Yeah. So Ticket Tech have had um, Apple Wallet cards, so you can put yep. a card in your Apple Wallet for some time. I've I've got John Farnham tickets from years ago that right. are still in my. In fact, they deleted from my wallet. I don't know where they went. I'm filthy about it because I was going to screenshot them the other day for the Ticket Tech story, but. I used to have them still there, and they were just a reminder. They were simply just a date and time thing. Oh, but, so it wasn't but, the actual ticket, though, was it? No, that's right. They right. were just a, a like reminder a thing, and uh, and right. it would tell you your seat number and everything. Yep. But it would, when you got to the venue, it would pop up and kind of say, you know, yeah. don't reminder, and, and this is what's happening. But now, the Suncorp Stadium is the first venue uh, for the Reds rugby in next, June, next June weekend, one. and yep. then the State of Origin. Origin one, baby. That. We're going to be away June for Origin. June yeah, we'll be in. We'll be in uh, San Jose for World um, Conference with Apple. What day? The, are you sure? Wednesday. You, well, it's Wednesday. You have been gone? Uh, well, we're supposed to leave Wednesday night, the US. Is that right? I'm staying for for another week and a half. Oh, so. yeah, really? There yeah. you go. Okay. I just, then, yeah, I might miss it. 
Anyway. Well, no, it, it'll be on, but it'll be like 4 o'clock in the morning or something. It'll be early. So know, what'll happen up. is your Ticket Tech Pass, because I've seen it with, I don't have my phone with me, but the Apple events recently have had this on it, where it's mm. got this little you know PayWave icon, so you can actually PayWave your way into the event. Mm-hmm. So you can tap and go at the turnstile, opens up. Now, it sounds like a gimmick, but think about this. These days, concerts go on sale so early, right? Yeah. It's, you know, 2020 you're buying tickets for. Yeah, even if you do get them posted, where, where the hell are they? Yeah. If you get them emailed, uh, are you sure you can find them? If you print them out, where do you keep them? Yeah. And if you, it's an issue. If you drive to the venue and remember they're at home, you're screwed. So this is just the whole box of You're not going to forget your phone, are you? It's, it's all there. It'll yeah. alert you. It'll remind you. And when you get to the venue, it'll pop up, and you literally tap and go. It's absolutely brilliant. It's it's all, all already there's a movement towards the, the digital ticketing, and yeah. uh, the number of people that are actually adopting the, the digital tickets is growing. Quite considerably, and this is this is just going to move the needle even further. Yeah, it's uh, very handy. And uh, SunCorp, good on them. I'm waiting for other stadiums around yeah, Australia I mean, to adopt it. You, so, you gotta, uh, it'll it'll happen slowly at stadiums where Ticket Tech is, obviously, because there's other ticket organisations. But I think you'll get it across most of the major ones yeah. pretty quickly. Well, the seventy uh, percent of tickets sold in Australia are now delivered electronically. And what go. does Ticket Tech charge for that? Ford, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's electronic. Service, are they still going to do that? Yeah. Like this, damn. Yeah. Apple must get a cut it's of that. It's such yeah. an outrage. Forty-one percent sent directly to mobiles. Forty-one, 41%. bazillion dollars made out of nothing. And it's now, like it's uh, like ATM fees. It's a joke. I don't I don't pay ATM fees. <clears throat> well, you don't. We, you, we don't need more because they don't. all, all the well, bank, some no, still do. Some still all, do. All the majors, all yep. the majors now have interchangeable no fees. Okay. So if you're an ANZ, you can go to St George and well, I'll challenge that. Let me tell you a little story. <clears throat> oh, I've, I've got a Sydney Credit Union card. Oh yeah, well, your credit. Which is no, no, no. But they've got a ready teller, which is for them. Yep. Would you believe that I would, to take out my own money, they were going to charge me two bucks? So I yeah. made the journey to go to the particular ATM yeah. and it said two dollars. I went, no. Nah. I went to the Commonwealth Bank ATM. Nothing. Free. Yeah. How do you work that out? It's their own ATM. It's like me going to the Commonwealth Bank to on a Commonwealth Bank machine and getting charged, but then taking it to the hey, National Australia Bank and it's free. How do you work that out? Customer centric, my ass. Unreal. You know? Anyway. Pretty good news if you're an Apple uh, user, you've got banking. Now, and then look, if you're with Westpac and you're hanging out for an Apple Pay, change banks. Yeah. Seriously. Well, you know what? People are more willing to change their bank than change their phone. So because you have know, the Samsung Pay. Oh, right, yeah. So they're loyal to their phone. So if there's if there's pay Apple Pay available at a certain bank, they're thinking, well, I'm going. I'm, if Samsung Pay is available at every bank. They're not going to switch to a Samsung if you're yeah, a Westpac customer. They'll, they'll rather go to a, a bank that's got Apple Pay. And just finally on this, because uh, I was using the P30 for a while, I was using Google Pay. Yeah. It's better than Apple Pay. Yeah. Full stop. Wow. It's better. Big statement. No, it is. What because, makes it better? So the, uh, up, until, up until the iPhone 7 and 8, Apple Pay, best in the world because you go like this, you go, you have your finger on the, on the, on the home button and you just go like that and it goes, bing. But now with the iPhone 10 and whatnot, you got to go. You got to look at it like an idiot. You got to double click and and go like this, and then you go like that. You look like an absolute goose. Wow! But with Google, as long as it's unlocked, so you can yeah. use your fingerprint, whatever, you just go like that and it's yeah. done. Yeah, I got it on this. Oh, one. mate, I'm telling you, Apple made a massive mistake not having a fingerprint sensor in some way, shape, or form because yeah. Face ID is but, not as convenient well, in every circumstance. Yeah, that's I understand, but yeah, but that's probably a good point about the security of it, though. Like if it's if it's, oh, my fingerprint's pretty insecure, is it? No, no. I'm just saying, security all round is important. And with Apple Pay, it is there's like there's like one-off tokens created for the transaction. That, that happens with the fingerprint so, as well as Face ID. I'm I understand. just saying, no, no, but I'm just saying that that's part of the security deal. 
I'm just saying yeah. fingerprint is more convenient than face yeah. ID. And I don't believe that the one in 100,000 versus one in one million is worth the concern over security for the lack of convenience that Face ID well, offers. Slight digression here, right? Do you think <laughs> Welcome that, to Two Blokes Talking Tech. <laughs> do you think the new iPhone will have an in-screen fingerprint reader? No. Because they've got Face ID. No. Why would they need it? No, that's not why. Well, other, others oh, have got do you both. Know why? Others have got both. Do you want to know why it won't Because it'll happen? look like the others. No. Why? Because it's not, not very good yet. Yeah. It's still oh, not some, perfect. Some's all right. No, it's not yeah, that good. Yeah, but theirs might be the one that's good. It won't be. You don't think? It'll be another year. And, but they, they will at some point, yeah. but it won't be this year. Because like, not, not every phone's going to be an iPhone 10. They're still going to have those more. Like the, 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 the XR, that's got Face ID too, hasn't it? So, yeah. So w- will they have a phone that doesn't have Face ID but only has an in-screen fingerprint no. reader? No. But they'll, have it as, they'll just give customers the choice. No. The, in the future, there'll be Face ID and in-screen fingerprint reader, but I don't believe the technology is... As seamless and reliable enough for yeah. them to go, yeah. Well, you, we'll you know, do it's this annoying now. too when when you've got to um, double tap the side when you want to download an app. Yeah, that's what I'm double saying. Tap. It's it's a stu- it's, it's not. And a then it recognises you, you. Double tap and it does it. Yeah, it's just an extra step. It's just not convenient. Yeah. Okay. I don't. I don't, I don't see how as a user interface organisation, are you yeah. just so focused on it? They didn't see the extra. 25 milliseconds, and yes, it's ridiculous, but a very extra. short space of time that does take extra to do those things. But the uh, but they say Face ID is much more accurate, much more secure than your fingerprint. Yeah, well, good on them, is but I right? just it's that to me is not relevant. Okay, I, I just would prefer the simplicity and the speed over the uh, security. Okay, two blokes talking tech. Now we can all do with a little bit more space in our lives. Like this amount of space we have here, you don't want to be this close. <laughs> but uh, and our desktop. This is uh, probably a, a good example of how whose desk is lim- this? Limited. By the way, this is my daughter's desk. How's she? My she filthy about uh, this? Uh, no, she's Does actually. She know uh, it's here. Yeah. Okay. All good. No, no, but she wasn't using it at the moment. She was. Okay. Anyway, long story. But uh, desktop space Anything is, is very no. important. <laughs> uh, not, not nothing that I've, that I've seen. But uh, Samsung has a new space monitor, not a monitor that you use in space. Yeah. <laughs> this is a space monitor that gives you space. So you think about your desktop right now, okay? Think of your home desktop. You've got, if you might have an oh, all in I've got an do, iMac. You do not want to I've see got a monitor. Desktop. I've got three monitors, actually. And Show off. They've, they've, they take up, they've got a stand and they take up space and uh, it generally adds to the clutter of your desk. What Samsung's come up with You're is, wearing a woman's watch? I'm not, no. That's my Samsung Galaxy. Watch active. What are you saying? <laughs> it is slightly smaller it's than very delicate it's for gro- your. It's grown on me. I your, don't mind it. Mate, you've you grown on it. Small? Look at the size of it. Really? Okay. You've got very Let's big arms for a delicate We'll talk about watch. that later. Okay. okay. The space monitor, though, is uh, has this unique design where it actually clamps on the end, on the edge of the desk. Yep. So rather than you having to find space on the desk, it clamps to the edge of the desk and has this hinge that allows you to pull it forward and back. So if you need it closer to you for work, and then you can push it out of the way when you just need a bit of desk space, uh, available in 27 and 32 inch. 799 and, and 999. Yeah, and, and, tw- and the prices. 27 is full HD. The 32 is 4K. The 32 inch is 4K. Oh, that's excellent. 999. Like LG have put a, is that a 4K monitor or 5K monitor that's like $2,500. My favourite question. The launch, um, does it when, have wall mounting capabilities? All monitors no, have wall mounting. No, doesn't. but all monitors have wall yeah, yeah. mounting capabilities. Except so this one. If no, no. If you needed that, you wouldn't buy this. Yeah. The whole point of this is not but, to have to wall mount, but to get that oppression of no, but being look, up against the let's wall. Let's use there. this desk as the example. Yeah. Not every desk is against the wall. Yeah, but so even if, if you've it got is, it here, 
if, can if just have it there. If it's wall mounted, it doesn't have that flexibility. It's just correct. It's, it's just beautiful. It I really know, it is. depends on the mount. Then, if you want, to it's do also that. that very flat, very. It's just a very elegant design. It really it is, is very nice. No, and I, I expected like the price to be higher because of the aesthetics. I expected yeah. them to go well. It's a premium look, but it made thousand bucks for a thirty-two yeah, that's, inch. That's really competitive. Yeah. If it mate, if it was touchscreen. Obviously, it'd be more money, but Absolutely, it'd be exceptional because yeah. because it can simply it can come down on an angle like this. Yeah, be like a tablet. Like, like a I, I think tablet. if it goes well, they'll release a touchscreen version. Yeah, and it'll be double the price. That's right, or a third. Like For two what you get. More. Yeah, absolutely. No, I was surprised actually at the pricing. So what was it? Seven nine seven nine nine and nine 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 for the th- twenty seven inch full HD, and nine 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 for the four K. Uh, the I've noticed too though that the refresh rate on the four K is only sixty hertz. Yeah, no, there's, it's not a it's not a high It's not a gaming monitor quality. or anything like that, is it? It's I mean, it's like, beautiful, yeah, but it's you not... You can watch movies and stuff on it you When you, you put have it to. up against a $2,000 monitor, yeah. it's all about res, um, refresh yeah, rates, refresh things rate, like that. Smooth. So for, Colour, if you're a gamer, not, not the monitor for you, no. but for your general work, if you're browsing, at, you know, if, you, if it's your work monitor, does the trick. Yeah, totally. It's a good-looking thing. You can find Lovely. details at eftm.com and techguide.com.au. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. And we do all thanks to the good people at Netgear. And if you've got a, a large number of devices at your home, you need to think about getting a solid mesh Wi-Fi system for your home, which provides a reliable, consistent, and fast Wi-Fi throughout every corner of your home. And the best in the business is Orbi. Netgear Orbi gives you like a dome of Wi-Fi over your home. So every pocket of the home is covered with Wi-Fi. The speeds are exceptional. And every device gets advantage of those speeds, no matter how old or new they are. No old devices bring the new devices down in speed. Plus, the Orbi Voice, a new version, allows you to have an Alexa speaker as the satellite. So the Alexa speaker is the satellite that gives you great Wi-Fi, but it also gives you voice control, music control, all those cool things. And if you want an outdoor version, there's an outdoor version as well. So you've got Wi-Fi in the backyard, around the pool, around the barbecue, everything you need under the Orbi banner, O-R-B-I, Orbi from Netgear at major retailers and at netgear.com.au. Just quickly before your reviews, I reckon we are going to spend huge amounts of time in the second half of this year talking about Minecraft Earth. Okay. Minecraft Earth is like the new Pokemon Go um, fad. Pokemon Go, when it came out, was a fad for two reasons. One, Pokemon... You know, brought you know great memories out yeah. for a lot of the older generation, yep. and they basically brought their kids along with it. And even the younger generation that weren't brought along by their parents were inspired by this cool Pokemon thing, which they'd heard about and seen about. But it was also this completely new style of gaming where it didn't happen in the home. You physically, like my kids, because we didn't, they weren't old enough. They weren't, they didn't have their own phones. They keep pretty much couldn't play it because yeah. they don't. They don't they go, go roaming the streets. Alone. Yeah, you right. have to roam the streets to play Pokemon Go. You have to find yep. Pokemon, catch Pokemon, train Pokemon, battle Pokemon. Catch Pokemon. That's crazy. <laughs> Did you ever play it? Yeah. Yeah. So, and yeah, it was a lot of fun. The other, thing, the other thing is it had augmented reality, but it wasn't a requirement of the game. So you could use your phone, look at the screen, use and the camera, little, and I'd see the world around you, but the, but the creatures and things would appear there. Minecraft Earth... Coming at the end, second half of this year, a beta launches in winter or summer their time. So in a couple of months, the beta will launch. Is augmented reality in the real world Minecraft? And I tell, I'm excited. I am out it's of my massive. skin. I've started playing Minecraft again with the kids because okay. just to get back into it. Because Minecraft is completely mindless fun. It's great interaction with the with your kids if you've yeah. got them. It's basically digital Lego. Yeah. It's really good fun. So it's and safe it, for kids. It's, it's it good, is good for kids. Minecraft Earth will allow you to walk around your suburb. And find Minecraft blocks with, with or mobs or dad. things. 
Or if you're old enough, you can go for a walk on your own. Find things, collect them. Yeah, no, he can go on his own. Find things, collect them, and then build in the real world. So you build on your phone, you're building something there. So I might go to netball on Saturday morning and Vivi's playing. If she's off for a quarter, or maybe for the whole game, I don't know. I'll just I'll just play Minecraft. <laughs> I'll just build a big castle over the top of the court, right? But what we don't know fully exactly how it's going to work. Yeah. But my hope is that I'll be able to go to the local park, build some cool things, and then when other people come along using oh, the they app, can see what you've done. That's what I hope. Okay, like it that's interesting for me. So it's like you're leaving a little correct there. for me. I don't. I like the idea of wandering around to find things, but if I build something and others can't see it. It's not gonna. It's not so gonna like work. You build your own little monument, and then other people Correct. can discover it. Like I like the idea of everyone. Can they, can they do stuff, something to it? Or? That's what I want to know. Like, I want to go. It. Like yeah, well, that would be disappointing. Yeah. That would be disappointing. I don't think they'd allow that to happen. I don't know. I think yeah. they, I don't know how they control that. Interesting though, how but you can leave a, a virtual thing there. And but then imagine, they come back. like I can imagine on our because we've got a community Facebook group. Most people do. I can imagine saying on there, "Hey guys, uh, if your kids are into Minecraft, here's this thing. It's a new thing, and get everyone to learn about it. Yeah. And if they're into it." Come down to the local park and let's build a phenomenal <laughs> fortress. Come, so we can all, all take together. part in. That's yeah, right, that's great. And idea. we don't have to be there at the same time. Yeah, right. We could all build, like I could build on my day and okay. someone else. Could, and I think that would be that's an brilliant. awesome way of bringing I, people I, together. I heard there's a Harry Potter game also coming out that's similar. That's similar Couldn't poke, give a rat. Pokemon Go style where you're going to go rats. out and. Listen, uh, we've had this conversation it's a new already. Trend. Like Pokemon I, Go was for a few years ago. Did wasn't you, have it? you been to Harry Potter World at Universal Studios? I have, yes, I have. Yeah. Did you go to the wand shop thing? But I knew I saw it. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. Know, yeah. I'm standing there waiting. I didn't for the, go in. Waiting it. for the kids to come off a ride because I don't do rides. Oh, um, and they came back. Soft. Oh, man, do you want me to spew? Harry everywhere? Potter ride was awesome. My wife went on the Harry Potter ride. My kids have been on the Universal ride. So have mine. But little Trev. No, nah, sorry, Trev. Happening. Up and under, not good. So I'm standing there, <laughs> and I'm waiting, and I'm going, "What are these people queuing for? It's just nothing yeah, here yeah. on the map. There's no ride." So I went up to a woman that works. I said, "What are they queuing for?" They go. Big Bob's Wand yeah, Shop or whatever it's, yeah, whatever it's crazy. It's got a name. Don't hate me for not knowing. It. Anyway, so okay, right here, kids, we'll line. Thirty-five minutes we lined up. Thirty-five minutes queuing. That's actually short for universe. We go into the wand shop and there's a small room. We all get told to I don't know stand around whatever. Then we go into the next room and and they say there's going to be magic. It's no magic. It's just <laughs> lights. And and they pick one kid. It happened to be his birthday. <laughs> and he gets to choose a wand, and then they go, "Thanks for coming." Thanks. Now, and you go that'll out be, into the shop. Be eight hundred dollars. No, no, and then you go into the shop. The whole yeah. thing was to get you into the shop. It's a gift shop to buy it's a million exit. dollar wand. It was like fifty bucks yeah. for a wand. Stick exit it. I'm not buying a wand. The gift shop. I still can't go over the fact you never went on the rides, but all good. Well, so what? Have you, have you had an experience? I went on Splash Mountain, mate. I get motion sick. I'd spew. Okay, so you had a, you've had a. An, I went a, on an Splash episode. Mountain. Yep. That was okay. Disneyland. Did you get wet? Oh yeah. yeah. I went on the. Tube yep. ride thing that was that yep. was all right. Yep. You got wet there as well. That's the course, the Rocky Mountain. Thing yep. Or something um, like I went on the massive Mickey Mouse Ferris wheel and a little bit wobbly. <laughs> did, did some things to my in, in, insides, but uh, I was okay. okay. And I think that's it. So oh, I went so, on the uh, it's, okay. uh, in Cars Movie World. I went on the the tractor ride where there's a tractor and a trailer yeah. and you sit on it. Yeah, uh, look, it wasn't great. But so, but I was okay. Like, you, you like driving. You, like, you drive. So yeah, when you're in I'm control, in control, yes. Right, can't you just pretend you've got a steering wheel in your hand? No, because when I go like that and it doesn't go like that, I'm like, what the hell's going on? It goes that way instead. <laughs> so you get a bit discombobulated. Oh, and discombobulated is exactly what happens boom. to me. Really? Same with virtual reality. I'd love to go on a ride with you. Just would you do that if we go on a ride? As long GoPro, as I can, we'll as long it. as I can spew on you. <laughs> is that what you're going to okay with? I would take the chance. I would take the chance. We'll go on a ride. We'll no, go on see, a, like, the worst a roller part coaster. Is, the worst part. Oh, 
Absolutely. <laughs> Will we see not. you pass out. You know those funny YouTube videos of people passing out on the road. I was just going to say, be you? my main problem is it's not actually the spew because I reckon I'd probably hold off, but it's the afterwards. Like it takes a oh, really? good half a day to, to recover. Okay, because Joe, you know, Joe and I went to Paris Disneyland and yeah. Yeah, we went on uh, Hyperspace Mountain and we went on the Indiana Jones ride, a lot of these really high paced rides. Mm. And like, she went on all of them, but afterwards she said, oh, geez, that, exactly. that took it out of me. But I'm thinking, are you joking? Are you serious? That's know, what my wife thinks of constitution. my airline sickness. She's like, right. it's just in your head. I'm like, it's not in my head. I get sick. Yeah, but you need a window seat, eh? You, Correct. You need the window. I've got to have the horizon. Yeah, right. So if you don't have a window seat, you're, I, you're I in will trouble. up and under. Really? There's plenty of airline... Have you, have you done it? Have there's you plenty ever? of airline blankets that have needed a wash. Oh, really? So, so because you weren't... You couldn't... What, what, do you, what do you do at night when all these international flights and you can't see anything no, no, but out it's the only window. ever on landing. Ah, so when you're cruising... Cruising's no drama. But landing... Oh, and turbulence. Turbulence is bad. Okay, but it's not like you're landing and taking off is just like like a roller coaster ride. Yeah, but it is when you're going like this. Your stomach's going like this, mate. Listen, you're you're as bad as my wife. It happens. (laughs) No, I believe you. Hang on. You know know it happens. You've been on a plane with me over Sydney Harbour when I was literally in the mouth. It was not good. That was funny. Not good. Was I funny or behind you? I was behind you. Behind me. And I'm in the seat going... Let me just tell the story. We were it was Nokia. Nokia I was doing these maps, and they had a seaplane. We took off. We've from, told this story. We, we took off from Rose Bay, and um, <sighs> Trevor was sitting. Oh, you're behind me or in front of me? In front of you. The flight out was great because we just and flew we out. Took there. off over the bridge. went around. It was beautiful. But then because it was a mapping, mapping. They were talking about Nokia maps and yeah. how you know maps change and all this sort of stuff. And the pilot decided to follow the Parramatta River. I remember when he was he was sweeping down the river. Not good. As soon I, as he said, I, "I'm going to follow." The river, I'm out. Oh, the, I'm shit. out. The, I'm looking out the window. Going, how good's this? I said, he's like Trev, Trev, Trev. <laughs> oh my! Uh, Trev was Trev. <laughs> Trev was dead still like that, and he said, "Shut up!" Just uh, he just said, "Like leave me alone." So do you? Remember, and he was just trying to stay still. Remember trying to hold two, it two three CS ago, I took the boys on a helicopter ride uh, over the Hoover Dam as a surprise. Yeah, you went and too. I, yeah, yeah. I, I was in the front with the Stig. He was filming. Yeah. And I love helicopters yeah. because it's up, down, around. But I've yeah. never been on such a long helicopter ride. Okay. I'm not, you know, a little ride down the river or whatever. This thing went really high. And when he got to the Hoover Dam, he goes, right, yeah, we'll swing around now. And I went, whoa. whoa. Oh, and there's really? on the video, I'm just like going, <laughs> and, and 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 the other the other dead giveaway for on a plane with me is <coughs> like a lot of coughing just to kind of clear your throat. And right, get, yeah, that's what you good. do. What you're doing. Yeah. So what what happened? Do you, do you have like a, a spare sick bag with you, or do you sort of rely on the one on the seat inside? This is this is going to be very funny. <laughs> you're not going to have a sick. <laughs> this oh, is actually for my daughter. <laughs> my daughter has is issues that? with getting. It's a sick bag. Okay. I swear to God, I don't carry that around for that's me. That's an ultra modern sick bag. That's even got the it's even got the ring around the top. Yeah, you can do. All I swear kinds to God, that's not that. for me, but my daughter. Mate, that'd be good for taking my dogs for a walk. I'll just sort of uh, if they want to. <laughs> that's the other thing. I had someone walk past my house. That's the other like a, day. that's good for the dogs. And you know, you got to pick it up. I'll, dog, I'll catch it before I'm it's going around. out to put the bins out. This woman's dog just goes right here. I'm going to drop one right here. Yeah. And she goes, oh, sorry. Did I went, yeah, right here. Yeah, she picked it up, and I'm thinking that is why we've had this conversation. We're not having a dog. It's all right, mate. Who? It's like it's like when you you know when your kids were babies, you changed their nappies. Yeah, that, I created them. That's fine. <laughs> and <laughs> so they're gonna, and they're going to learn how to use the toilet. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Although when we like we took we take Ziggy and Logan out, and they normally you can pick the spots where they're going to go. I don't know. They they must obviously they, they smell it and they think right oh, this will be a good spot and they stick to it. <laughs> they, they you think oh here I call it 
for Logan, this is Logan's run. For those of you who know the movie of that title, Logan, this is Logan's run. I said, yeah, watch this, Joe. And then, yep, sure enough, boom. And Ziggy's the same. And funny how they, they, they like their spots and they, uh, well, they're very predictable. This episode is degraded off topic, heavily. Off topic heavily. Off topic yeah. just a bit. It's toilet <laughs> What were we talking about anyway? Oh, we're the Minecraft. Minecraft. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah. When you're yeah. out collecting Minecraft blocks, carefully yeah. don't step in any <laughs> dog poop. <laughs> yeah. Two blokes talking tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. And we do it all thanks to good people at Netgear and Unidan and Stephen, the Arlo 4K Ultra. Yeah, this is a real step up for the Arlo. They've been around for a while, the uh, the camera systems, the wire-free cameras, and they've taken it to the next level here. Well, first of all, it's 4K. That's uh, 4K uh, Ultra HD resolution, so it really adds to the detail. You can see faces, number plates, so much more. It's also got HDR. That was a big improvement because sometimes where your camera is aimed may be in the sun or in the shade, and it's very hard to see yep. detail. In this instance, the HDR kicks in, and that could mean the difference between catching an intruder or not, or having some kind of evidence in your video. Uh, the HDR can really sort out that detail in the bright light and the uh, the dark parts of the footage as well. There's a smart hub on board too. Uh, I, I reviewed the twin pack, so they had two Arlo cameras and the, and the smart hub. The smart hub is really easy to set up. Uh, it, you connect through the app. It'll find the hub straight away, and then you just get your cameras, sync those as well. One little annoying thing, whenever I tried to sync a new camera, it would always go out and see if there was a firmware oh, update. I've got to be firmware honest. Firmware update. I'm thinking, so, mate, you did that two minutes ago. Give me a break. Yeah, so yeah, was a bit that was the only annoying thing. I think that's pretty easy to fix it up in the app, though. Uh, this has also got night uh, color night vision. Yeah. So there's a little LED light that comes on in the dark. So rather than you having to say, oh, I think he was wearing a white top and black pants, you can say, no, he's wearing red and he's wearing blue. So yep. you can tell the colours and uh, in, in the night vision as well. Uh, as I said, really easy to set up. You get, there's 12 times zoom on the camera. The Smart Hub also gives you the option of putting a micro SD card in there so that you can record locally as well as if you want to uh, and or recording to the uh, to the Arlo Cloud as well. You can... You can uh choose to do that so you can access your your videos for up to 30 days is it 30 days yep. and what i like about it too is that when you're looking through the motion tracking the motion videos it can even distinguish whether it's uh like i look down my list it'll say person animal uh motion you get so, that on the arlo pros as well it's a yeah. it's a smart smart alert service yep. very nice but it does if you are looking for okay what happened here you can see i could say okay that was the dogs doing that okay that was a bit the tree swaying in the background oh hang on there's a person so it's really easy yep. to sort that out uh you can also very easy to control through the app by the way what you can choose to have this you can arm and disarm the system manually so if you're heading out and you want to have it arm so you get all the all the uh, motion detection and all the notifications you can do that or you can set a G Geofence, so it'll detect when you come back home and when you leave, and it'll do that automatically, which is handy as well. Uh, the it is it is quite here. That's my son there. I said, look, go stand near the front door. I want to take a photo. That's what he did there. Uh, look, the the thing with this, it is a thousand and forty nine dollars. Okay, so. Slightly more expensive than your normal twin pack security systems, but I've seen it cheaper. I've seen it for under a thousand bucks, and but in terms of quality, this is this has got. There's, there's no competition in terms of the 4K UHD quality. They're wire-free cameras, of course, so they're weatherproof. They go inside out. Uh, so uh, if you've got an I existing, like if you've got an yep. existing Arlo system, you do you. Oh, what I did, I actually got rid of the old hub. You have to start Replace with the new the hub. New hub. You, the, the old hub can't take the new cameras. 
But the, the, the new, new hub, hub can, can take, take the, the old cameras, cameras which yep. is what I what I did as well. I've now got uh, several Arlos trained around the house. I've had to upgrade part to the twenty camera pack. <laughs> yeah, you won't get away with coming to your place without getting a yep. camera. The Ultra Arlo Ultra Wire Free Security System. It's a thousand and nine and forty nine recommended retail price, but I've seen it for like nine forty nine and even cheaper than that. So shop around. But uh, my review is you know where techguide.com.au. <laughs> And Here's a product the, that Trevor will not use. Couldn't give a rat's about it. It's a, a coffee machine. It's the DeLonghi Dynamica Plus. Well, it's good. Part, part of its name is outstanding. Yeah. Well, it is a uh, DeLonghi. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> you know, these are former South Sydney sponsors too, by the way. I don't know if they still are or not. But anyway, they've got this one-touch. This is a one-touch coffee machine. And it has got a 3.5-inch touchscreen so that you can have one-touch control. So if you wanted to make a latte, a cappuccino, whatever you like, it'll remember your favorite brews and save them for you. So there'll be your first four choices will be the most often drinks that you've made. Uh, And what it does, it it goes to... The reason a coffee is good in a cafe is because there is a barista making it and controlling so many things, including how good they've ground the coffee and the tamping process, the the length of the pour, the temperature, all those things, all those variables add up to making a good coffee. And the good thing about the DeLonghi Dynamica Plus is that you can actually adjust all of those to suit your taste and save that in a profile. That's what makes this a really handy one-touch machine. Apart from you putting water and milk in it and maybe pouring the, uh, the coffee beans in the top to go into the grinder. There's nothing else you need to do apart from choosing the coffee you'd like. Uh, the, 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 milk, uh, the milk frother is also really nice too. It creates a lovely texture. For those coffee lovers know what I'm talking about, uh, on a good latte or cappuccino, having that nice milk froth on top of the coffee or in the coffee in the case of a latte as well. Very nice. The Dynamica Plus, though, it's, it's not it's not cheap. It's, what, you it's, bore it? It's $1,699, okay? So you, this is expensive, but for those, and I compare coffee lovers to audiophiles. They're willing to spend money on a good product. This is that product. $1,699, if you were to have, instead of going out for coffee every day, twice a day, and letting this make the coffee for you, you'd get your money back in six months. If you, rather than pay four fifty for a coffee twice a day, and stay home and let the machine make it for you, then this this you'll get your money back in no time. I think you're mad spending that money. But anyway, good luck to you. On a yeah. coffee, that is. But yeah, on the DeLonghi, machine, Dynamic Plus, home. $16.99. Good value uh, for a great coffee. Touch, totally. Check it out, techguide.com.au. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. And that is episode 389. Thanks to Netgear and Uniden. And uh, we'll be back again next week. And then, uh, is, it, is it the week after? Week next? after we're then, yeah. We're in, uh, we're in WWDC. San Jose. Do you know the way to San Jose? Yes, we do. <laughs> the Frank, the uh, Frankie well, Goes to Hollywood it. version of that is a very good song. Frankie Goes to Hollywood, it's the, the album Welcome to the Pleasure Dome mm-hmm. has got a great cover of that. And it's got one a really good version of Born to Run. You know the the Springsteen song. Is the album Frankie Goes Hollywood? Frankie Goes to Hollywood's it? album. First album is they that had a, was is called that a Band. Yes, Frankie Goes Hollywood. They sang that song. Relax, you know. Relax. Don't hey, do Google, it. Play. Do you know the way to San Jose by Frankie Goes to Hollywood on Apple Music? It's just I'm, I'm loving Google at the moment. It's it's going really well. 
And uh, it works in the car really well. It's uh-huh. unlocked to continue. Stand by. Give me a yeah. break. Jeez. But uh, that album is a great album. It's, it's got That's the album that's got Relax, Two Tribes. It's a really good album. But it's also got San Jose. It's got a great cover of Born to Run, you know, the famous Springsteen song. Uh, it's got another nice song called The Power of Love. Here's a, the album reviews by Stephen Fennick on Two oh Blokes God. Talking Tech. You're lame. It is. Have you got it there, look? Yeah, it's There coming. you go. Yeah, it's I, really I cool. Oh, my phone's on silent. That yeah, help. that doesn't help us, mate. Oh, listen to that on the way home. That's not bad. <laughs> that is really good. It's also got relax and all those other great hits. As in relax and two don't tribes. Do it, two that two one. tribes go to war. Yeah. Two tribes go to war. Yeah. Great, great, great video clip. Great, great video clip. Was that an NRL song? I one? think it was. Optus? Yeah, maybe. maybe it was the Optus. I'm not sure. But the the video clip of Two Tribes has a Ronald Reagan lookalike, and I think a British no a, a Gorbachev lookalike, and they're like in a wrestling match. Such? And it's it's it was yeah this was in the eighties when the Cold War was at its was still going on, but uh, very interesting. You've digressed massively. Yeah, we'll be back next week. Two I know more than tech. just tech. I could tell you that. Yep. Okay, that big <laughs> head's full of actual information. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Not big for no reason. Big head. That's right. Big head. Big brain. Talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. 